Good evening, this is Pamela, and you're listening to Watchmen on the Pod. I'm going to continue where I left over, off earlier from our book reading, The Unbreakable Covenant of Marriage by Raymond McCann. Shall not my soul be avenged on such a nation as this? On that my head were waters, and mine eyes a fountain of tears, that I might weep day and night for the slain of the daughter of my people. Oh, that I had in the wilderness a lodging place of wayfaring men, that I might leave my people and go from them. For they be all adulterers, an assembly of treacherous men, and they bend their tongue like their bow for lies, but they are not valiant for the truth upon the earth. For they proceed from evil to evil, and they know not me, saith the Lord. Take ye heed every one of his neighbor, and trust ye not in any brother. For every brother will utterly supplant, and every neighbor will walk with slanders. And they will deceive every one his neighbor, and will not speak the truth. They have taught their tongue to speak lies, premeditated, and weary themselves to commit iniquity. Thine habitation is in the midst of deceit. Through deceit they refuse to know me, saith the Lord. Therefore, thus saith the Lord of hosts, Behold, I will melt them and try them. For how shall I do for the daughters of my people? Their tongue is as an arrow shot out. It speaketh deceit. One speaketh peaceably to his neighbor with his mouth, but in his heart he layeth his weight. Shall I not visit them for these things, saith the Lord? Shall not my soul avenge on such a nation as this? Jeremiah chapter 9, 1 through 9. Jeremiah was heartbroken and weeping. He could even wish to go and live somewhere else, out in the wilderness, where he might not have to see the levels of wickedness to which the leaders and the people had fallen. God was heartbroken, seeing just how far the people had fallen away from him. All these verses exposed the deceitfulness of men, their stubbornness, their adultery, their lies, etc. They actually refused to get to know God, choosing rather to be deceitful. In other words, seeking to appear to be something they were not. Jesus and the apostles constantly warned us to be on guard against spirits of deception, where evil is called good and good is called evil. Some in the churches actually think that those standing for their covenant vows before the Lord of glory are causing problems in the churches. Do you, do you have a clue as to why they think that? Could it be that they are looking to justify themselves and that those who are remaining faithful to their covenants are a witness against them? The daughter of my people. We fathers ought to be demonstrating to both our sons and daughters how a woman is to be properly treated. When I brought flowers home to my wife on her birthday recently, I thank God for helping me remember. My wife and daughters were in the kitchen. When I walked through the door, the flowers preceding me, I not only saw my dear wife's face light up, but my daughter's faces as well. They said that I did well, that I had hit a home run. My wife took the flowers to work the next day. Jesus meant it when he said that it is more blessed to give than to receive, even in the simple things. Considering the scripture in Jeremiah, note that God often refers to the women as well as the nation itself as the daughter of my people. He saw that women were often hurt and rejected by the men of that culture. 
God knew that they were crying because they saw what would come upon them and their children from the afar nation that was coming for war. See chapter 8 verse 19. Over and over in Jeremiah we read passages such as the following. They have healed also the hurt of the daughter of my people slightly saying, Peace, peace, when there is no peace. Jeremiah chapter 6 verse 14. Can you see the care God takes for women? That the sins of any nation have severe consequences on families? When a woman gives herself to her husband, she is humbling herself and making herself vulnerable physically, emotionally, and spiritually. And then they bear children, raising up seed for the husband. God told the men, the masters, the scholars through Malachi chapter 2, 11 through 16, that they were being treacherous in their treatment of their covenant spouses, that he had made them one, that he had been seeking a holy seed that he hated putting away. Jeremiah chapter 9, verse 12 also links the words adulterers and treacherous in a similar context. I am not saying that women will not answer for their sinful choices before God, and some do operate more like Jezebel, but I am saying that the Holy One of Heaven, whose eyes travel to and fro throughout the earth, sink in those whose heart is perfect toward Him, has had enough of the sexual abuse and rape committed against women and children. God hears the cries of the daughters of Zion and does not forget, because He is slow to wrath. Many lull themselves into complacency, thinking that God does not see or does not care. But whether you be a man, woman, boy, or girl reading this book, know that God hears the cries of the humble and leans toward down to listen to those who have a sincere heart and a contrite spirit. Stay steadfast with God, no matter what has happened to you. Even if your covenant spouse has broken every vow spoken on your wedding day, forgive and ye shall be forgiven. In Jeremiah 6, after God rebuked the nation about how the women were being treated, he went on to say, that the people could not even blush or even be ashamed about the abominations they had committed. And yet the Lord followed all this grief with beautiful advice found in verse 16. Stand ye in the ways and see, parentheses, open your eyes, America, back to scripture, and ask for the old paths, where is the good way, and walk therein, and ye shall find rest for your souls. Jeremiah chapter 6 verse 16. But they did not. What will we do today? Will we continue to dishonor the marriage covenant? Or will we go to God and repent and do what he says in Jeremiah 6.16? The true covenant marriage is not old-fashioned, but it is one of the old paths the, from the beginning. That pleases God, and the violating of it has brought much compromise and harm to our own people and to our own children and to the very name and cause of Jesus Christ. Again, Jesus is neither the minister of sin nor the author of such confusion. Now, let us read and examine the prophecies and teachings found in Jeremiah 23. And I'm going to end that there. And that was just completing what I had started earlier today. And I will pick up later. Oh, brothers and sisters, keep your eyes on Jesus, please.
and your nose in the book, which is, it is the word of God. And embed the word of God upon the tablets of your hearts, so you will not sin against God or be deceived. I love you all so very, very much. Be blessed, brothers and sisters. Be blessed.